With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights. Speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward, don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's start this show off by going back in time. Just a few years, somewhere in the 2011 to 2015 range, you can pick your favorite year in there. But the point is, at that time, the archetype of a great NFL quarterback is a 30-something-year-old veteran, not particularly mobile, Maybe a plus arm, but that's not a requirement. And there's nothing wrong with any of that, except that those quarterbacks were so heavily dependent on a mental Rolodex built up over the course of thousands of plays at the NFL level, allowing them to know where to go with the ball before the snap or immediately after it. And the problem with that is that young quarterbacks simply didn't have that history to draw upon. And with the retirements of the Manning brothers and Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers and Tom Brady or so we thought approaching, it was unclear who would be there to take the torch from that generation of signal callers. Because at that time, coaches and evaluators around the NFL were trying to find or create the next Peyton Manning. Little did they know what the future actually held. Welcome to the MMQB NFL podcast. I'm Gary Gramling. I'm Jenny Rentis. I'm Connor Orr. And Connor, of course, wrote the cover story of the December issue of Sports Illustrated about the recent evolution of quarterbacks and the way it has changed the entire developmental landscape for the position. And if we're really being honest with ourselves and we think about where we were in, say, 2015, I don't think anyone pictured us arriving at the point we're at right now with quarterback playing the NFL 
let alone arriving at this point as quickly as we did. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, if you look back at, I don't know, maybe even say like the 2017-2018 season where, you know, the AFC Championship game is featuring like Blake Bortles and then like a 40-year-old Tom Brady, I think everyone was probably looking around and saying, okay, what's going to happen when Tom Brady retires, Drew Brees retires, um, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning had just retired, and I think we were still sort of dominated by these archetypal pocket passers that were really succeeding at that point because of an accumulation of knowledge and experience. And so it's like, how do we replace all that? And how does the game move forward? And then, you know, now we're like, oh my God, look at what Kyler Murray's doing. Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. Um, And really like out of nowhere, just this wave of new quarterbacks came in, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen. And all of a sudden we feel maybe deeper and more enriched at the position than we've been in decades. Yeah, I remember a coach saying to me at the Combine several years ago that there are some 300 million people in America and we can't find 32 people to start at quarterback in the NFL (laughs) because that was how extreme the drought felt at the time. And their point was that coaches need to do more to work with quarterbacks to develop them, that certainly there are enough people who can play the position. But I think what your story highlighted so well, Connor, is changing exactly what that mold is, what we value, opening our minds to different ways of playing the position or or channeling physical talent. I think you did a really great job of illuminating how that's happened over the last several years. Yes, yeah, so we talked to we had a chance to talk to not only sort of all the big quarterback coaches that deal with training of these athletes, but guys who are also training at the ground level, right? The seventh and eighth graders, they're going to be the quarterbacks of the future. Um, but we also got to talk to evolutionary biologists to talk a little bit about how how everything evolves in the wild. And what was cool is quarterbacks almost seem no different than, let's say, uh, field mice or deer mice in the hills of Nebraska or elephants in Mozambique or anole lizards um, in Puerto Rico. And uh, we all, when faced with extreme challenge or, uh, you know, a different landscape are forced to change. And quarterbacks, you know, defenses were getting faster. I think the availability of film and everything made them more predictable and easier to figure out. And so these guys that would just sort of hang in the pocket and throw weren't as valuable anymore. The species sort of had to evolve. And beyond the flashpoints, right, where we had someone like Randall Cunningham come and fade, Michael Vick come and fade, you know, now mobility is a prerequisite almost for the position in, in a lot of ways. And um, throwing off platform, for example, is being taught to sixth and seventh graders. I mean, these kids that you know, if they were in elementary school, their coaches would have told them to stop doing that 10 years ago. And now it's literally a third of their curriculum. You know, private QB coaches were telling me that they get an hour and a half with kids for half an hour. They're letting them roll out, do back spins and throw the ball sidearm because that's what matters now. And that's what's going to get you the ball or that's going to help move the ball at the next level. So yeah, we had gone through this period where, you know, Tom Brady, who obviously is still around, or, and you had Drew Brees, and you had the Mannings, and really what the quarterback position was about for the guys at the top of the league was, you know, reading the mail before it's open. It was it was the pre-snap acumen. It was the, I have played thousands of snaps in the NFL. I've seen everything. I know what's coming now. I know where the ball has to get to. And that takes... <laughs> Like I said, thousands upon thousands of snaps before you can get there. 
And we just sort of reached a point where there was this there's this gap. You know, we talked every offseason about Kirk Cousins. Do you want Kirk Cousins as your quarterback? Well, and Kirk Cousins, by the way, is underrated. But Kirk Cousins sort of became the the avatar for, uh, you know, sort, sort of the the replacement level type of starter you want in there. And if you don't have a Kirk Cousins, then you're in trouble because now you're shopping in the uh, aisle with Blake Bortles and Christian Ponder, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, was there a point with these young guys, something that sort of, I don't know, launched this whole thing? Or, you know, it, can, can we sort of pinpoint when this started to turn a little bit uh, as far as the new approach to coaching these guys? So one of the things that we found was, uh, you know, a lot of the quarterback coaches, um, what they do is they'll look at, you know, basically the best quarterbacks in the NFL, how they warm up, how they throw, um, what they do. And so one of the things that we identified was Aaron Rodgers does this weird thing with his front foot um, before he throws the ball, where instead of having his front foot planted in the ground, he like picks it up and stomps it really fast. And people call it a foot pop. And I talked to Aaron Rodgers about it, and he said, you know, it's because I have bad knees, and I was trying to alleviate pressure on my lower body while still being able to throw off platform. But what a lot of these coaches found is, like, it also allows him to do all the, the cool things that he does, like, you know, throwing off platform, throwing sidearm, throwing sideways while he's falling down, and it gives him sort of a, an extra power boost or, like, a biomechanical advantage when he's doing that. And so all of a sudden... Some of these coaches saw this. They started teaching it to 7th and 8th graders. And all of a sudden, these kids are making cross-body throws across the field in high school games. And you trace the lineage of that all the way down to Zach Wilson's pro day, for example, at BYU. He has a quarterback's coach who coached guys who played with Aaron Rodgers. He picked up on the foot pop. And all of a sudden, Zach Wilson does it. It's the signature throw of his pro day. And um, it helps him do this ridiculous sort of rollout, cross-body, 50-yard downfield throw. And he cements his status as the number two pick in the draft. And it just shows like how quickly these traits can become available via film and then digested by all these coaches and then uh, disseminated. And it's not just Aaron Rodgers, right? There could be you know the way that Kyler Murray sort of torques his upper body um, when he's throwing or Lamar Jackson is throwing the ball sidearm around defenders, like all this stuff is now being looked at, rehearsed and practiced, and then brought into the fold for all these kids who are growing up and, and going on to the NFL. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. 
gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. So what's really fascinating is we're talking about improvisational stuff. And, you know, almost by definition, that is stuff that sort of has to come naturally to you. But we now have a generation of coaches trying to coach this into a generation of upcoming quarterbacks. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting because there's a lot of different perspectives on how this can be done so for example you go out to california jordan palmer who has um brother of carson palmer is a private quarterbacks coach who has you know josh allen sam darnold trevor lawrence um a couple of these guys and he will run drills like um for example he'll have a quarterback uh drop back and then start like kind of shuffling his feet through a rope ladder. And then he's going to have like four or five wide receivers sort of running across the field. And he wants, uh, you know, wide res- like NFL wide receivers, but he also wants like seventh graders in that mix because he doesn't want quarterbacks to develop a relationship with receivers. He wants them to be able to independently judge speed and angles. And so quarterback is shuffling his feet through a rope ladder. He's watching all these people go across his line of vision. And then one of the receivers is going to throw a number at him. And so he's going to be like three, two, or one. And that dictates what kind of throw the quarterback needs to make like a hard pass, a touch pass, or like a medium level pass. And so you're essentially like training the mind not to care about anything except for this is the guy that I'm throwing the ball to. Here he goes. And like, it doesn't matter what my feet are doing, you know, like I can handle that with my feet. It doesn't matter what anything else is doing. I can handle it with that. My body is a central processing unit and I'm solely focused on this. And, you know, you're making a movement decision. You're not, you know, predetermining where the ball is going to go. And then you have guys like Lamar Jackson's coach, who I know Jenny has some great insight on too, is, is just like, 
he sees what Lamar does in games almost. Like Lamar will do the jump pass, and then after the game, he'll text him and be like, holy crap, that was amazing. Where'd you think of that? And Lamar's like, I don't know, I just did it. And then so the next week, they will practice that. They will add that in to their repertoire. So for five minutes, they will do jump passes. For five minutes, they will throw the ball sidearm. And it's really incredible that like some people, you know, it's either this very mechanical approach or sort of a Spartan approach. Like, okay, you're doing this, so we might as well just keep rehearsing it. Yeah, I think that's really interesting, Connor. You also talked to Bobby Stroop, who works with Patrick Mahomes. And I know I had also heard some of the different things they were doing through the years. And what you wrote built on that, too. Some of these uh, awkward positions where you skip on one leg and walk on the other, jump on one leg, walk on the other, you know, land and throw to a random location on the field whenever someone makes a clapping noise just to practice passing the ball out of awkward positions and off-platform throws, working on how to do that. One thing that I do think is interesting, though, is when you practice so much of the off-platform stuff, also probably have to balance that with the on-schedule stuff and maybe think a little bit about Mahomes early this season, and we've sort of been dissecting what's going on with the offense and there's a ton of different moving parts. There's how defenses are playing them. There's a new offensive line. But I think some of it has been Mahomes has gotten so used to playing off schedule and off kilter that maybe his timing with the on schedule stuff has gotten a little bit off too. So it, there does seem to be a balance of if you have those abilities, practicing them and ensuring that you can make those crazy throws, but also doing the routine stuff well too. Yeah, that's really interesting. And and one of the things that Bobby said, um, I don't think that made the article was like, we're trying to let Patrick know that he has gifts that are not necessary on every down, right? But are there, there are gifts that he is drawing from on every down, right? And so, and you see that where during a Chiefs game, he'll take the snap and all of a sudden just start like balletically floating away from the pocket. And, you know, he wants to put himself in that position because it feels natural. Um, but, you know, I think it was something like, you know, uh, we want to be able uh, to allow Patrick to express his body through movement or express his creativity through body movement, right? But there are times when you don't need that at all, right? You need to be on schedule. You need to get the ball out fast, which is why there are so many different guys in this quarterback tutoring industry who are fighting so hard over what the future of this looks like. It's like, do you just fold it in? Do you assume that it will come with a mastery of the position like it did for Aaron Rodgers, for example? Or are you trying to microwave this process to where as soon as a quarterback gets into the NFL, he's comfortable making these kind of moves? And it is sort of like a flashpoint to, yes, it's it's producing more uh, throws, but um, these amazing throws, but what is sort of the feature of that, right? I mean, like, are we losing a little bit of the mechanics along the way? And a lot of people are very still like steadfast on that. Like we cannot lose the mechanics. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Really what we have here is the goal of teaching almost limitless muscle memory into these guys and and what it's going to look like and even if you set aside the fact that Patrick Mahomes had a, a fairly slow start to the season or some of the rookies who uh, maybe don't play the game like Mac Jones uh, also are are not off to a great start so far in 2021 the genesis for this story is the fact that we're just seeing these plays frequently. I mean, it's it's almost, I, I think you use the term numbing at least once in the story, but we really are just so used to seeing these incredible plays that, you know, even 10 years ago, even five years ago, would have been like, wow, that's the throw of the year. And now we see like three throws of the year every week. Yeah, it reminds me of like, I was watching this documentary recently on, um, dopamine deficiency and so you have like all these kids who are playing video games at all the all all day and then they'll see like 
a flower blooming outside and it means nothing to them. You know what I mean? It's just like, or they see like a squirrel doing something hilarious on their porch and it just does not register at all because they're seeing all these, like this cacophony of sounds and amazing noise and all this crazy stuff every day. And so your brain is like, it, it down regulates everything else, right? It says, oh yeah, like a leaf falling is, or what is it in the movie American Beauty with the paper bag floating in the air? It's like, that means nothing. That's dumb. We're not even going to, we're not even going to count that. And so one of the throws that I sort of spotlighted on this was, so Malik Willis is at Liberty, right? And he might be a first round pick in, in next year's draft. And so last year against Virginia Tech, he like does this thing where he rolls out he like runs into a defender, spins off of him, and then like while he's still like wobbly, just like chucks the ball like over his head like 50 yards downfield to the wide receiver and he catches it with one foot in bounds like while he's hanging over the sideline. And and like that would have been the top play on Sports Center for like a year in the mid 1990s and we'd be talking about it all the time and Malik Willis would be like the surefire number 1 pick in the draft and now like um it just, it happens all the time. And so his quarterbacks coach said like, you know, when stuff like this happens now, I get texts from my little kids, my junior varsity quarterbacks, my seventh and eighth graders. And they say, Oh, coach Sean, that's like the drill that we did in practice this week, you know? And he's like, I have children doing this, like little kids. Who's like, you know, and if you've watched, which I had to for the story, like peewee football, like at this stage in the game, like, it's it's still very much like these children whose helmets are bigger than their bodies and like they can barely like register to move around and they're doing this too like it's it's sort of bananas how this is happening well he's i mean he's not a pop warner player but the throw of draft season when everyone watches the combine and the pro days and and all this stuff that goes by belonged to Zach Wilson and the throw Zach Wilson made was Essentially, uh, it almost like a, a superhuman version of the Aaron Rodgers foot pop. Yeah, he uh, his private instructor John Beck, who's now a quarterbacks coach with the Jets, um, worked with guys who had worked with Rodgers, and so he learned it from Rodgers, found out why Rodgers did it, taught it to Zach Wilson, and all of a sudden Wilson does it. And what's interesting is I talked to BYU's head coach, and he said after that day, that night, so he gets home. His kid runs out in the backyard and starts doing it. He has like a small child that is out in the backyard doing it. And then the next day, all these pro days start popping up one after another after another. And every quarterback has then taken that throw and baked it into their own pro day because they look at it and they say, oh, wow, that's how someone Zach Wilson's size is getting that arm strength and that arm power. I can do that. And then they see how amazed the scouts are at this and how it draws everybody's attention and eyes. And so they all put the throw into their pro day. And so Aaron Rodgers, I talked to him about that. I was like, does it like weird you out that there are like kids on Instagram who like devote their lives to this? Like they're, they're like filming themselves in slow motion and doing this. And it's like something that you came up with in your backyard. Um, He said, he's not sure exactly when he came up with this. He said it could have been, when he was watching The Office, which is where he gets a lot of his ideas from and is at his house or sometimes when he can't sleep, he writes down stuff. He said it was one of those like idea, random idea generating sessions, but like now it's ubiquitous. And um, he said it was extremely flattering, right? And he, he said that it reminded him of 
when he was young and I was surprised at how complimentary of Brett Favre he was throughout our interview. And he said, like, I felt like that watching Brett Favre when we would be in Green Bay together, like watching his footwork, which was maybe unorthodox, but perfect in in its own way. Right. And that gave me the confidence to kind of formulate my own stuff. And so you have this like big, long wave of acceptance over time and then that eventually sort of makes its way into the mainstream, which I thought was pretty cool. It'll be interesting to see what happens from here and how that factors into quarterback evaluations in the draft. As you referenced, Connor, you have players incorporating it into their pro day workouts because they know that this will be impressive to scouts. And I think there has been such a premium now, especially with some of these quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes doing these crazy throws in the NFL that teams and scouts want a guy who could do all of those things. And for those who aren't, they're almost kind of outliers, and it ends up pushing a guy like Mac Jones perhaps down a little bit to where Bill Belichick can draft him at the number 15 pick without having to maneuver up. He can get a guy that doesn't have all of these crazy physical wow traits necessarily, but can read a defense, get the ball out on time, maybe more so in the old mold of quarterbacks. So how does the popularity of this and the fact that there are a lot of guys trying these things to make these crazy throws, does that become exclusionary of guys who play the position sort of the older way? It's a great point. And um, one, uh, one thing that we didn't mention in the article is, you know, I had been asking about the Zach Wilson throw in particular as sort of a jumping off point. And one person who didn't, necessarily care for Zach Wilson was like, this is, it's, it's, it can become a gimmick, right? It can become a weapon to mask other deficiencies. And what that person said was, (laughs) and I don't necessarily, I'm not endorsing this take, but that like scouts are dumb and GMs are dumb. And when you put on a show like this and you make something, the centerpiece of that all of our eyes go this way when they should be going that way. And maybe some of the stuff that we should have picked up on about Zach Wilson, we didn't because we fell in love with these moments. And um, these moments are replicable when you learn all the steps and you learn all the biomechanics. And what doesn't change and what you know needs to develop is the mental side of it. And Mac Jones is clearly one of those players that seems far ahead from an uh, from a standpoint of understanding defenses that's a place where Zach Wilson struggled but it, it our perception of those two things are very different now and have almost sort of flipped the only other thing i want to add is the plastic bag in american beauty is really <laughs> stupid and the kids on tiktok are right to think it's stupid <laughs> i so i've never seen american beauty but i so that was i took a film appreciation class at uh in college and that was the first day was we watched american beauty and i'm not kidding like i was working for the student newspaper at the time and i was waiting for i think like jim Beheim to call or something and he called um like right like 10 minutes into film appreciation i was watching this paper bag and then i was just like this doesn't seem like it's for me and i just left and then i i i i canceled the class i was like this seems like kind of silly uh so I agree with the TikTok kids to a point, although uh, I do like nature. I think flowers blooming, leaves falling, um, the setting sun are all very nice things that I try not to take for granted. This will stun you, but I've actually seen American Beauty. Wow. However, I 
don't remember most of it. So I'm unable to chime in on this conversation despite having seen the movie in question, which is just really a sad state of affairs. I've only seen, I'm, I have this right, right? I've only seen the, 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 the that part of it, but there's a floating paper bag, correct? There is something. Plastic bag. The plastic the, bag that gets caught in the wind, right? Okay, so the point is like that there's beauty in the unseen, basically. Is that what they're trying to tell us? Or I have no idea what the movie's about. <laughs> No idea. If you've directed American Beauty, can you please direct message one of us and uh, and explain? Alan Ball, please uh, write into the mailbag. And if you have a football question, we'll answer it, too. Really glad this isn't a pop culture podcast. <laughs> the MMQB NFL podcast is Jenny Vrentis, Connor Orr, and me, Gary Gramling. We are produced by Shelby Royston. SI's executive producer of podcasts is Scott Brody. And thanks, as always, to senior podcast producer Dan Bloom. Mark Mravik is emeritus editor of the MMQB, and Andy Benoit is the founder of the MMQB NFL podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this feed on Apple Podcasts. And once you do, please leave a rating and review because it really does help other people find the show, which is also available on Spotify, Stitcher, SI.com and wherever else you listen to podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening, let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale, extend your spine, remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, 
and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.